Welcome to the Harbinger of Fun podcast. I'm Joe Mars, the Harbinger of Fun, and I'd like to talk about what makes something fun, why it matters, and how to wield its mighty powers. So, without further ado, on to the show. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. How's it going, Henry? Yeah, I'm well. I am well. And uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, what was what today? It says Thursday. It's already late in the week. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's wonderful. It's almost <laughs> almost the weekend. Yep. Um, yep. You, you you know what's funny is that last week, um, I don't think I put this on the podcast, but I said it'd be interesting to talk about. Uh, when to rebel in design, um, wow. when to, uh, when to like, like leave, like to break the rules and, and just Not like, <laughs> I, I quit. Um, and the funny thing is that this week on, on Monday, um, the, the tag team women's champions in the WWE, uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi, they walked out of the WWE. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because of, <laughs> because of creative differences. Oh, they said, you know what? No, that, no, no, we're not going to deal with this. We're walking out. Yeah. Right yeah. on. There you go. Yeah. And so it's interesting because like, on the one hand, it's like you, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not walk out on a job that it's bad because people are depending on you. You're, you're being paid to do a job. Um, uh, like, <sighs> It's weird because I'm very much on the other side, but I'm trying to think of the, this side first. Like, uh, uh, you're there, there's a client, you know. There's customers. There's a lot of people that you're quitting on, you know. Not just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, in in a lot of ways, it can be seen as selfish because, like, you're doing this decision for yourself. Like, you're leaving um, because you didn't like a certain situation. Um, but on the other hand, you know what? What would is it sometimes smart, smarter to just, you know, leave a, a company or leave a place because of, because of bad creative decisions or, um, yeah, for, 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 for the creative reasons. So mm-hmm. I, I walked out of a company <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't know if I told you about it. I don't think so. This one. I, don't, I don't know about this one. Okay. Yeah. Let's um, see. let's see. So. I, uh, hold on a second. My computer's telling me to do something real quick. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so when I worked, I won't name names, but people who know me know who, what I'm talking about. <laughs> sure. Um, so there's this company that had a really junior, I guess he was the chief creative officer. Um, yeah. or, or at least he, he was junior from the decisions he made. Like he wasn't making very wise decisions. So yeah. a lot of people were, he either fired a bunch of people, even though they were doing nothing wrong, um, or people just quit. Like the 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 old the veteran people would quit uh, because they saw like, oh, this person doesn't know what he's doing, and so they left the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, what would happen is the whoever was most senior would all of the the company's issues would get dumped on them. And when that person inevitably got overwhelmed, that person would get fired because they weren't like, quote, unquote, doing their job. 
And then all of those issues got dumped into the next senior person. And of course that person's not, he, now he's doing all of those jobs plus the job they were already doing. And then they got fired because they weren't doing their job, quote unquote. And so it's just, it's just like a, it was like a, it just kept mounting like the problems and they kept going on to less and less senior people, like just exponentially making it into uh, like an um, avalanche of, of just, just development hell. Yeah, um, that's terrible. And so, so that was the first part is I saw a pattern happening. The second part was that um, uh, the, the, the thing that I was designing, it was at least three months away from being done. Um, because there's, there's iterations that need to be done. There's testing that needs to be done. There's balancing that needs to be done. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Um, and then, uh, and I explained this to, to this, to this character (laughs) and, but then, um, we were on a call like that week with our publisher and on that call, he said that this, the product is going to be done in a week, which was like impossible to do in a week. Um, mm. even if you stood up all day, every day for seven days, it would be, um, it would be not, not, you would be rushing something and it wouldn't be good and it also wouldn't be done. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just impossible to do that. Um, not impossible, but like it's, it, it wouldn't be worth standing behind. It wouldn't be worth shipping. It wouldn't be worth doing. <laughs> in other yeah. Words. And so, um. And at that point, it was like, like, clearly this person doesn't know what they're doing, you know, Um, like, clearly, if they understood how the creative process worked and how game development worked, they wouldn't say something that could be that would be done in three months would be done in one week. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so I, so I was in a meeting with uh, two, two of the people, like the, the lead designer guy and this other uh, engineer dude and and that's i was on the call with them and then the owner of course wasn't in the office so i got mad i got upset after the call and i was like i was like what the heck this thing cannot be done in a week it's just mm-hmm. it's it's physically impossible because things there's some take some things take time to iterate on um mm-hmm. there were it was it was a in the middle like i like i like stood up and i was like i was just like i was like how can this be like this, you know, you cannot make these ty- kinds of decisions. It's impossible to do. He doesn't understand. And I, because in my head, I was trying to, the reason why I was upset is because I was trying to figure out how to do this thing that was impossible to do. Um, yeah. And I don't, you know me, I don't use the word impossible a lot. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, of course. And so, and then like in something happened, like in, in like a, some weird flash in my head happened where I'm like, Oh wait a minute! This doesn't have to be my problem at all. And then I, <laughs> I like got up. Uh, I mean, I was already standing up, but before I did this, I said, "I'm like, I'm like six seconds away from quitting." And then mm-hmm. I started. I complained a little more, and then I had the thought was like, "Oh wait, this doesn't have to be my problem at all." And I just got my bag and I walked out. I walked out of the building, <laughs> and I never came back. And I, and it was like a like a. 1 p.m. on a like Wednesday or something. Mm-hmm. I just like walked out of the building and I never came back. Well, I came back like at midnight to get my stuff, the rest of my stuff. But, um, yeah. but that was it. I was out of the company and uh, they called me back like, a couple of days later saying like, oh, what can we do? Blah, blah, blah. 
But really, the thing you had to do was fire this head creative guy because he was making the decisions that were impossible to do. Um, yeah. And then go back to that company and say, hey, we were just kidding. <laughs> we, need to, we need a bunch more months to finish this. But they weren't going to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a sinking so, ship. The project was a sinking ship and you weren't, you know, and clearly it was, it, it was, le- he was leading you uh, down a cliff practically. Right? Yeah, because yeah, because he didn't have any experience developing this kind of stuff before. So I don't know if he thought like if I put a lot of pressure on him, that'll make that'll get blood from a stone. But um, clearly, that wasn't the case, and that's not how you get things done. If you if you're like the the, the really the, the the source of these issues are start with um, you know uh, the, I like that old saying you know uh, a fish stinks from its head, like mm-hmm. they start at the top. If you put people, that's where you start putting people in situations at when you make those, when you sign those deals and things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's where it is. It's, you don't fix it halfway down, you know, like uh, you can't put, you can't, if you put someone in an impossible situation or you sign a deal that you don't know that you can do because you've never developed anything before, um, you're signing everyone's, you know, death certificate right there. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and you know that's going to be unfortunate. There are some people who are just there, sure, to just you know as long as they get a paycheck. But it, at the same time, it it's it, it's terrible. So it's like bad leadership, right? And there and then you know, and I I guess because of experience, you pretty much saw this like a mile away, and probably not for the people that there. They probably didn't see it until they hit the wall. Um, but you clearly saw it. And that, you know, where the project was going. Yeah, yeah. I could, I knew, I knew that, um, I knew what could be done and I was trying to make it work. But at a certain point, once you've explained this is going to take three months to do, and then uh, they still make a decision to announce that it was going to be done in a week. Wow. Um, they, didn't, they didn't even consider what you had to say with your experience and your position. Um. And so in that, in this case, I feel like a humble person would have looked, looked in the mirror and be like, shoot, am I doing something wrong? You know? Um, but, uh, someone who just thinks you, and especially if you blame other people and then you put the responsibility on them and then you fire them, like that's, you're clearly not, if, if, (laughs) if you fire like 70% of the people at your company, there's a pattern there. It's, it's not like all of these different people with different backgrounds are all terrible. It might be you. <laughs> it might be you. <laughs> not knowing how to manage, not knowing how to set expectations, not knowing how to lead, you know. 100%. Totally agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately that, you know, working with um, at the many studios that we worked with, uh, we we definitely saw these patterns of inexperienced leaders um you know firing everyone around them essentially beheading everybody <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> not seeing that you know never never having that moment of self-reflection where it's like wait is the problem me you know maybe maybe I, i'm I, i'm missing the point or that you know maybe i need to take a step aside and hear other people who may have better input or maybe just let people and i noticed you're gonna love this I, i'm segueing to this uh there like uh there are people who don't micromanage like i'm i 
I now that you know we we've worked in the industry as long as we did and having to work with so many awesome people, um, I got to have the honor of working with like some people that have like crazy amount of experience and they just let you do your thing. And it's it's something really cool. It really is. And you want to do better too when they do that, when they offer that um the, these things that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um yeah, that's really that's what I've come to uh understand about the creative process is that especially with creative people, you can't just you know, it's kind of like the, you know, the ghost that lay the golden egg. You can't like, um, you can't just uh, like squeeze it out of them, you know, mm-hmm. like you, and you can't cut their head off to get all the golden <laughs> eggs in there. <laughs> like yeah. you have to, like, you have to take care of them. You know, you have to make it an environment where they feel comfortable and safe. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I kind of, it's kind of akin to like in the last two years since the pandemic started, I started mm-hmm. like feeding all the birds uh, in my area. Yeah. And oh, nice. Yeah, it, it, I mean, what else? I mean, it's all I have is just my house, so <laughs> I have to do yeah. something. But, um, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it took a while. It took like a few, a couple weeks for them. I was putting food out and water and all that, um, and I was making sure I was in high places, so like cats and stuff gonna get them. And it took a while, but now I have like, like there's a healthy amount of regulars that come in and a bunch of different birds, and like even like a couple hawks and stuff because there's so many birds. Um, nice. And but the thing, what I realized is that what this is an illustration of is that if you make it, like I could have caught, I could have like ran after and jumped and caught a couple of birds and put them in a cage, um, but if you make an environment inviting enough and and um, with everything that they're gonna need, they're gonna come to you without any on their own on their own volition, you know. Yep. And mm-hmm. they're gonna want to come and they're gonna want to to like they they all live here now in my house yeah so um and i don't and i'm very hands-off i just make the environment Mm -hmm. uh work for them and it's kind of the same with creative people is that if you give them a good environment and you give and you make them want to do it you give them goals and you challenge them um they're good they're going to do their best because that's what they're born to do they're born to solve problems and and have creative solutions and really push themselves um but if you, you know, chop their head off, you know, like, <laughs> it's the opposite, you know. Yeah. Yep. And um, it, it is very interesting, right? Usually I, I've noticed that like if we were to dive into this, this psychological profile of these cluster B types who often attack um, others like um, for their own shortcomings, um, you know, they, they have a tendency to do this because of anxiety and, and a few other things, too. Um, and it, it's interesting. It's um, th- it, because they fall into this area, um, you know, uh, they, it's almost like a protection, a defensive mechanism that, you know, once once this happened and, you know, you, you could if we were really have to psychoanalyze this, it could relate to like a certain uh, set of trauma. <laughs> so so, like, you know, <laughs> so it's like, wait, oh, like, you know, you just want to give them a hug and say, like, you know, it's OK, man. you know, like, um, yeah, the funny thing is that when people actually work with people who want to work as a team, there's very little to be afraid of, even when you don't know something, right? It's like people are, are generally speaking, more than willing to uh, say like, oh, yeah, dude, here you go. This is how you do this. Or I can help you there or here. And versus like, I, I think we've seen this with like um, uh, types of animals like uh, chimpanzees or or, or 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 other like um, uh, 
animals in that category where if there's like an alpha that tries to bully those um, those monkeys or sort or chimpanzees, what happens is that they, they they get together as a team and then they kill that that alpha. And <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they they rip their balls off too. It's something crazy, really nasty. Um, but 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 yeah, but generally speaking, um, but as a team, if, if people are treated fairly or well or not bullied in that and in, in that regard. Um, they they generally can coexist, and, and it's part. Of, it's actually in many ways you could say it's part of the ecosystem to work together as a team because uh, teams strive better um, together, working together. It, it just generally speaking, it's just that case. And uh, versus trying to do, trying to like um, have so many people submit under one tyrannical like force. Um, so yeah, we see this mm-hmm. right with societies and populations. Anytime like uh, certain sort of leadership like gets um, steps overbound by a lot, like by quite a lot, uh, what happens is that the people rebel. Um, and so and yeah, so it, it, it definitely so yeah, hundred percent. Likewise, in the team, the, the you know uh, we often say about micro ma- macro micro in terms of looking at the larger picture and picture and smaller picture is that. Um, just just like how how we are you know even internally and how we are in society same thing as how we see it in in in, in small groups of people it's still uh, effectively is the same thing um we want to we we particularly want to work together yeah yeah it's it's true and i saw that um i saw a, a study uh, of uh, when there was a, like an, a quote unquote alpha male and also the 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 concept of an alpha wolf has been debunked um mm. there there was no such thing as an alpha wolf. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, once yeah. there's like kind of like a bully, like a leader, I I forgot what it was, what what part of like the ape or monkey family or whatever. Um but once they 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 took that the quote unquote alpha out of the picture, um all the all the quote unquote beta monkeys actually were became very productive. <laughs> like they became <laughs> like yeah. a, a really, really important a part of society and and they were all like doing stuff and they got everyone got along well and so it was kind of like the alpha the, the alpha was like hindering them their their progress and i definitely saw that in in person <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice but yeah and it's interesting when we when we see that behavior in 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 the category of people and you know in, in um when when they default let's say to uh to an inst- uh, instinctual behavior rather than uh, rather than uh, uh, a behavior that's more uh, active and mindful, let's say, um, yeah, it's it, it really is definitely really interesting. And you know, uh, chalk that up to you know like a, a lack of self uh, self confidence and like some sort of trauma. People often, right? Uh, interesting enough, people often um, uh, uh, the to the opposite degree. For instance, like let's say someone is. Uh, 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 terrible at writing they often will like if, if they're very self-conscious of their writing they'll often criticize your like criticize the writing of the people around them so 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 uh, oftentimes if you want to know what what a person is um, self-conscious about look at what they criticize the most <laughs> they, they oftentimes condemn themselves it's really yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's very that's very true a lot of people uh do uh you know the, the projecting a lot where Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the thing that they're yeah yeah they're uh concerned about is is they they see it in other people yep 100 percent right there it's yeah projecting 
it, it often happens and um and when when especially and it's and uh interesting enough with this what had happened with so many so many of us working from home now I, I it almost seems as though a lot of teams people who 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 are more let's say um uh geared towards working as a team i would say that working remotely has actually been more productive for a lot of the work that i've done and people i've known so funny enough <laughs> because being able to cut out that that extra that layer that social layer um the that you know where people need to kind of I don't, you know, this is probably not the best way to describe it, but to kind of socially establish where they fall in, in the team dynamic. So, and instead it's more so now, now that because we're working remotely, okay, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's true because there, there before it was also like, you know, who has a better presence and who's louder and, and, um, who could command more attention that would like that would like sway the mm-hmm. the um the direction of it now yeah. it's like since everyone is just like on video <laughs> um, <laughs> it, yeah it's really about like you know okay who's who's actually like making stuff happen you know yeah it's not yeah. it's not just all it's not just all talk um, yeah exactly yeah so I, I i wonder if if had the pandemic happen you know before like years ago i wonder if the this the situation would have changed because um yeah it's all about it's all about what people are actually producing versus just pure ego you know (laughs) yeah exactly and in many ways this like you know um this could be a, a you know you know people could look at this as like oh you know like what had happened is like of course terrible but however look at the the bright side if if people want to look at like you know what can what good can come out of this is that um you know there's there's probably been a lot of extra a lot of room for introspection and a lot of room for people to to just um look at the at certain things differently like change that perspective um you know uh interesting enough is oftentimes before when when work was let's say um you know what it was ever so many years ago now um everyone always said they never had time for anything okay now you're at home working you have no excuse to say you don't have time for anything <laughs> like you 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 are now you 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 are you are the master of your time what do you do with it yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. that's true yeah so that that is there's definitely things to look into like uh you know, um unfortunately you know uh, i have talked to people where they told me that they spend a lot of their time on netflix and streaming and watching television and stuff like that and that's unfortunate because i you know i feel like we we're we are given this momentary time where we probably ha- this is probably the most free time even though we are busy with because we are more productive i would say working from home um this is probably the most free time we've we 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 have in this time of history i don't think people had this much free time in in this period of uh, in history at least in, in in the last few centuries yeah no i i agree this is a very um rare opportunity to show like you know now you have the time to <laughs> to like start that project you wanted to do you know yeah like yeah yeah 
there's like no excuses now. <laughs> yeah, no excuses at all. And yeah. and and for the people that you know, um, get this. I've noticed this, and now this is gonna sound really interesting. Um, I've met people who, and you know, now, now this is no 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 um no knock on anybody who does it or doesn't it. But then for the people who 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 do do this, I feel that there's some really awesome companionship. Like, um, so when when this whole thing happened, um, you know, there are people who who said, no, you know, I'm not leaving the house. I'm staying at home forever. I'm going to be a hermit. And, you know, yeah, you could work from home and whatnot. But for the people who did want to go out, like, let's say, uh, with friends and family said, no, you know, that's, you know, like, uh, I'm going to meet with my friends or and we're going to do this project, things like that. Knowing what, you know, the circumstances and still doing that, the people who are working together, they probably even have a stronger bond now. It's like, you know, with everything said, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, the people who are willing to still meet up and do projects together and do all these things, this is, you know, like, this is probably something It's like, they're forming like a certain, certain something that that's really awesome. That's, that's, you know, something's definitely there. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a definitely different, um, a different form of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of like building like, uh, social like networks, like, um, mm-hmm. Yep, I, and to me, it's it's not it's not that different because it's. I mean, I've always done it. <laughs> I've always yeah, like, of course, yeah, worked with people on like on my own and all that, like independent. But to see everyone do it, it's very interesting. Um, how 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 like productive everyone and everything is like mm-hmm. how much more. In fact, it's kind of insane to think of going to an office every day. <laughs> like, yeah. like, 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 I would drive like an hour, an hour fifteen in traffic every morning. Yeah, and it's just so unnecessary now. Yeah, um, and the nice thing is that because I've been to the office like a couple times in the last few months, and mm. it's kind of nice because when you're in the office, you're just dealing with what's in front of you, like physically. Yeah, um, like you're talking to a person, or you're working on your computer on a thing, or you're at lunch versus when you're at home there could be like eight you know conversations happening at once and um you just have to get to them you know on slack or whatever so mm, there is yeah. something nice about in person like you're only you're only dealing with one thing at a time because you 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 only have the, people can see that you're you're occupied you know um, yeah mm-hmm. versus online everyone thinks that, <laughs> that they're talking to you at the same time <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um so yeah uh, yeah so yeah, I, I am 100% still um, 100% still into meeting people in person, um, 100%. And, and uh, there is because like there is a hormone and chemical bond that people have when they meet each other in person. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, people definitely um, uh, oxytocin. And so and so that's why it, it makes sense. And, we're, you know, we're, we're um, social creatures. So it makes sense that we, we ought to do this. I totally agree with that. And um, I think one of the interesting things is that there was this weird dynamic exactly what, to what you're pointing out with there's something weird about going like commuting like an, an hour and a half to two hours every day, in, like, you know, to go to an office only only to just deal with social dynamics, to go back home and drink a beer until you're drunk and then go to sleep and repeat the day uh, every uh, <laughs> Um, on and on and on um that that in itself that probably definitely had to go um however 
now you could call this a reset of sorts or a soft reset. Um, hundred percent. The you know still meeting. You know we're we're not meant to 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 lock ourselves up and be a hermit. Um, we're definitely meant to to um, be with people and and uh, be in groups of people and have families and things like that because that dynamic is uh, um, creates a very strong society. Um, uh, uh, but then uh, there was probably something very, very much so falling apart in in how 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 dead like you know like the the idea of this DMV uh, office worker or or office cubicle worker like in general you know where nothing's really going on and it's always the same thing something about that and and you know and whatever social ladder aspect that they belong in they're they're, they're there forever they're locked in place that will never change that whatever the aspect that is that probably needed to go that part of that work behavior here's a reset everyone's working from home for now eventually we'll want to work in groups again but the dynamic of how we do it will probably change and for the better so it's like here's the reset what do we do yeah i love that um and i wonder if uh if there have been less people i know there was you know the the, the great resignation i believe it's called mm-hmm. um and i think that's uh from my understanding that's people quitting because they they realize that I, I I think part of it is because now since the pandemic, everyone is just hiring from any, everywhere because you don't have to yeah. show up in an office really. Yeah. Um. And I think people got um. Uh, are are now able to kind of work kind of any job that they want really. Um, yeah. Yep. They they're not limited to their physical location anymore. So I think that's part of it. But I wonder if if also people. I know people are, are are quitting their jobs because of that, but I wonder if this also lowered the instances of people quitting because uh, of creative frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're at home, because because usually because the thing about the situation I was in, the whole environment was bad. Like mm-hmm. you were in this physical environment that you didn't want to be in, and I think that like it makes it worse. Versus if you were working on a bad project with maybe a bad lead, you're still at home. You know, like you don't. You'll be in a bad mood, but at least you're not like physically trapped in that environment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wonder I wonder if that factors into it at all. I, I totally agree. I I I believe it does in many ways. Like uh you could be working with someone that's you know, probably doesn't know where they're going. Um, but uh if the project's still paying <laughs> and you have nice flowers in your room, I think everything is pretty good for a while. <laughs> but uh nice, but yeah. you know generally speaking but yeah um and and you know interesting enough uh, you know there is um yeah i think there is a comfort from working from home indeed and i think there was like a a lot of off a lot of let's say companies were let's say hesitant to have employees working from home because there was this idea that not only will there be lower productivity um, but interesting enough was, if you look into this, was that it's because the companies did not trust their employees. That was that's the that was the top of the list. It's it's like they couldn't tell their employees that, but it was like, dude, we don't fucking trust you. <laughs> that's why that's why they were so hesitant for so long. Yeah, and I think that goes again. That goes back to bad management. Is yeah. like. Um, if you're, uh, I've never, I've never had that feeling in the last two years. Cause I do manage some people. Um, mm-hmm. yep. and I've never had the feeling that, you know, 
like like oh they're not doing their work <laughs> you know um, <laughs> yeah and it's it's actually kind of if i could go back to my bird metaphor it's yeah. like it's like thinking like a, a a bird isn't like mistrusting a bird <laughs> it's like dude the environment is there and they're they're going to show up and they're going to do the thing that they need to do because you've created the good environment um yeah. it like if they didn't, if they, and in fact, that's just, that's just like almost biological. Like if, if a bird, in fact, there's been some birds that just like sit like on the table outside or something and they don't eat and they just sit there and you're like, why isn't that guy eating? You know, they're, they're not drinking, they're not eating. They're not worried. Like when the cats are coming around or anything. And then you realize that they're like sick and they're about to die. So when they're not doing the thing that the environment is there for, it's because there's something wrong, you know? Totally so agree. if, if you create this great environment where they feel challenged and, and, and free, they have autonomy and they have projects that they can really sink their teeth into, you don't have to worry about them not working. Um, because if they still didn't work after that, there's something else wrong, you know, that has yeah. nothing to do with anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and then that's that's a whole different issue. So 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 I've never felt in the last two years I've been managing you know remotely I've never felt like somebody isn't doing their job. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that I think but if you rule with fear and you're like f- making people clock in and like forcing them to be on calls and check ins and all this stuff to make sure they're doing the work, um, I could see why you would be worried that they're not going to do the work because yeah you're. You, um, because the only way you can motivate someone is by scaring them. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's like a cycle, you know, that's like a, yeah, yeah. That's how and you have it, to live the rest of your day. You know? <laughs> yep. And, and it does show like, so that's one of the interesting things, um, trust, right. And it, it's like when interesting enough, that also plays a very deep role in the psychology of relationships between, uh, people, of course, right. Trust. Um, if, 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 if you operate in such a way where you know you you know where these people that work with you or work for you are going to do their work and you're not casting doubt let's say it's that you know you have these you you know you have these windows of time and you know and you you know you defer to their experience for how long things will take and then and whatnot and and there's there's this bond and there's trust that's built over time and it's amazing they operate in trust and that's their trust token to you and your trust token to them um but the minute that doubt is casted it's like well i don't think you're going to do this i don't think you're going to do what you say once that trust token's broken you know that that thing's off the table like now it can't operate in such a way then now they even cast doubt on themselves too it breaks the whole chain yeah yeah and uh yeah, it's uh yeah, like yeah, that's totally right. Is like if if you as soon as you start worry like as soon as you start uh that whole like I don't think you're gonna do it, I think I think we better check in all the time, uh it's pretty much over at that point. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and and, and you know, it's one of those really interesting things. Um that you know, that's why that, that relationship, that dynamic is really important um, that built between like, you know, the um, and, you know, leadership is a it's a it's a very, very important skill. And it's not it's not something to to be looked at as some, you know, that 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 isn't something that's um, 
that's really built upon, you know, where uh, where there's an understanding. Uh, so and interesting enough, um, even support. I noticed that, you know, um, one of the cool things that I, I was looking into was that uh, when it came to artists an artist, like, let's say you're like a lead artist or a senior artist, you're never going to sign like some type of artwork to some to someone that you cannot do yourself. So you don't, it's like, right. You don't defer like here, you get all the hard stuff and I'm save all the easy stuff for me. No, no. Mm -hmm. Like um, you're, you're not only able to do all the hard stuff and the easy stuff, you can also solve the problems. So anytime you notice that one of your guys are stuck, you know, you can help them or you can even spot when they're stuck. And, you know, and you just come in there and go like, oh, dude, yeah, just try this or this or that. Now they know they could like, um, like look towards you for advice and, you know, there's a comfort, like they want to continue doing their work. Why not? Right. And if they get stuck, there's that open relationship of, oh, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. I don't understand this or um, like something's going on with this. Like, I, I can't seem to picture this or, you know, maybe they have some technical issues. Um, and yeah. And then you let them do their own thing and they'll come to you when there's when they're stuck. That's really it. And and all mm -hmm. of a sudden now you have this well-oiled machine because guess what? If they not only do they get the experience that you give them and then they learn to solve the problems themselves, they become self-sustaining. So now, now you need, now you're even less hands-on with, uh, you're more hands-off with them. It's, it's so much better. Like, why would you ever want to hinder the people that you work with? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. That's a really good point. Um, because one thing I, I, I like to do is I like um, having people, not not on not in an evil way, but like I like kind of throwing them in the deep end a little bit, yeah, and then letting them uh putting them in a situation where they have to you know they have to grow you know yep yep um instead of protecting them mm -hmm. uh, instead yep. of like like uh doing all the other stuff for them and then it's, 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 I guess another way of looking at it is is uh, micromanaging them yeah like. I don't micromanage them. And in fact, in fact, but I do like the, the fun version of it. So if, if I know that, um, that I need to decide what, you know, what voice actor to pick for something, uh, yep. instead of me doing it, like a decision I've done like a bunch of times in my career, um, I'll let the, the, the other per the, someone who's underneath me do it because it gives them, it gives them the opportunity to make kind of big decisions on their own. Mm -hmm. And, when you kind of start piling those together, they start gaining the confidence of like, oh yeah, I could do, I could make decisions like creative decisions that affect the company. Yeah. Um, and then you let them start leading meetings and then you're there to make sure if it goes really off the rails to jump in. Yeah. But, but you, I, I stay quiet on the meetings and I know what to say to the client, but that, but we're not going to grow if I'm constantly telling talks, talking to the client. However, if this other person does it there's a ton of growth opportunity for them right there um and so so i and i'm there in the background to make sure it doesn't go crazy but like these are great opportunities to 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 have someone grow and the way I, in my head the way i think of it is like i want people to surpass me like i want them to be better than me um yeah and but the and you know that the ironic thing is that i feel like some people don't want that they they don't want you to be better than them <laughs> yeah like they don't they don't want you to gain confidence and i think it's because they want to stay um 
they want to stay on top. You know, they, they want to stay in charge. Um, but that's, that's not good because you're, you have a bunch of stagnant people working at your company now. Yep. Um, versus a bunch of growing rock stars, you know, and there's a chance that they do surpass you or there's a chance that they do, they do become, they get so good that they, 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 they leave the company because they can't grow anymore. But I'd much rather have a bunch of people who are like on fire than a bunch of zombies, you know? I totally agree, man. hundred percent. Yeah. And like, why wouldn't you want that? You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you, you end up like, you know, a team of rock stars essentially. And, um, and you know, and you you, what you do is like, and that, that interesting enough, that's, um, in many ways, that's a quality of leadership is that you raise people up instead of um, pushing people down. Cause you know, like, yeah, uh, here's an interesting example. Like, let's say like, um, if, even if we, um, use the, the idea of a relationship, uh, where like, let's say you and the person that, that, you know, uh, you know, are, you know, like are, are in a disagreement. If you know they're wrong and they're, they are utterly wrong and you let them know that they're utterly wrong and you completely destroy them and you prove to them that they had no, absolutely no idea what the hell they ever been talking about. Like, okay, good. You just destroyed that person you're with. Now the person who works with you or is your partner or is your girlfriend or wife is completely destroyed. That's who's by your side. Good. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, you're like going on a mission with, with like a, a dwarf that only has like one HP left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you want to buff them. You want to buff them as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, and you know, then that's hundred percent. That's always something to consider. And I think that's where, um, when we notice like people who 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 tend to, um, build up the you know, and and you know, this it's uh, you know, build up their teams and and you know, in terms of that quality, like uh, we see. Uh, is that yeah? Um, people are built up in the teams. Like a leader builds their team up, builds the people around them up, makes the people around them better, and and yeah, and those people could be better at them than those things. But then that leader isn't his his job, so to speak, isn't to be better than his teammates. Is to make everyone around him better. Really, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think kind of uh, bringing this conversation full circle to being such a bad creative leader that people walk out of the company. Um, I think that part of, to my, my, my uh, theory is that part of the reason why you have bad creative leads is I think there are still some people who think that individuals come up with ideas. Like I came up with this idea for this thing or for this story or for this whatever. And um, that's not the way, that's not the way creativity as I un- have come to understand it works. Um, really you are absorbing your environment and you're also absorbing the people around you. Like you're all part, you're not like finite as soon as the, you know, the end of where my, my arms can touch this is the end of the world, you know, like you're absorbing everything. And so when you're talking, when you're creating with other people, especially if you have an audience, you're kind of taking everything in and it's not even you taking it in. You're kind of like a conduit for, for ideas. 
But when you kind of spread that throughout a group, the group is a conduit for, for ideas. And so it's really a little absurd to, to kind of take credit for any kind of idea, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think if you were to think that you individually came up with an idea or, or whatever that, and then, um, and then you, then you try to protect it. And I think that's when you get defensive about it. Like, no, this idea is better than that idea. Um, when clearly you both have the same outcome in mind and, and also therein lies the better idea, the thing that kind of more universal, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think if, if, I think if more people understood that ideas aren't things that you come up with, with your genius brain, but they're, but they're actually in the ether and whoever is what, what group of people are most open to, to Mm -hmm. letting these ideas flow and you come up with them together as part of, you know, what, what you're building together as, as part of your collaboration and how you talk to each other and treat each other, there would be a lot more of a, a lot less of a sense of, of this ownership. And therefore a lot more people would have, um, a lot more people would be happier with the creative process because this is a natural organic thing that's happening between this group that makes the most sense for this group of characters or designers or whatever. Yep. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree, man. You nailed it on that one. Um, yeah, it really is. Um, you know, it, you know, like through that collaboration process and, you know, just, you know, like the idea comes uh, like, you know, you could say that, you know, it's almost like being in sync with like, you know, with the people around you or with with whatever like that's going on, that those ideas come together. And it is organic in many ways when that happens. And it's freaking awesome. You know, and then, you know, and talk about uh, bonding with the people around you to work with um, when, when things like that happen. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm doing this. Um, uh, uh, I was doing this, this VR project a while ago with a friend and, um, and he, he was still in kind of in the mindset of like, you know, I came up with this idea and that's your idea. <laughs> and, um, and I said, I said like, you know what, I don't. I actually don't want to do my ideas mm-hmm. because they're not as fun. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and I, that's, I'm the, I make fun. <laughs> that's my whole thing. <laughs> I wrote a book on it. Yeah. But, yeah. but the thing is like, I want to, I, I want to set like a stage and then I want some like writer to come in and say, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Because I don't know what they're going to say. And I want to, I want that discovery. I want to see what this person sees in it, you know? Yeah. And, and and th- that's how you get really cool, fun discovery moments is when you get all these creative people together and let what's organic flow. Because if it's just one person dictating, that's just dictation, you know, like it's not, it's not, it's like the, 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 the process has to be fun. You could tell when the process was fun in, in a completed product, you know, yep. you could tell like that the, the whimsy and the creativity and the, the freedom was there versus something that's more like, you know, didactic. Yep. Totally agree, man. hundred percent. You really yeah. can tell. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So this, this is fun. This is a good conversation. Yeah. It was awesome, man. Great. All right. Thanks so much, Eddie. All right. Thank you, man. Thank, thanks, Joe. All right. You have a good one. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Thanks so much for listening. To find out more about me, including where to find my book, you can visit me at harbingerofun.com. See you next episode.